gear up as Cash Miller and a team of accomplished guests steer you on an enlightening voyage filled with valuable tips, fresh insights, and effective strategies. Welcome to Marketing Masters, the Agency Power Show. Hello everyone, this is Cash Miller. I'm the host of Marketing Masters and I'm the CEO of Titan Digital. Today we're gonna be talking storytelling and social media. Social media, of course, you know, we've got all these different platforms from TikTok to Instagram to you know Facebook and and others. Um, and you have the ability to really connect with your audience and tell them a story and such and really build a uh, narrative for your business. And so I've got with me Austin Chu. He's a marketing expert, works with multiple companies and such. Austin, introduce yourself, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are. For sure, Cash. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Austin Shu. I am an, uh, a digital marketing agency owner and entrepreneur. I'm also the creator and founder of Chicago Rex. And um, yeah, we work with businesses of all size, of all sizes, um, helping them uh, uh, with their marketing strategy, brand strategy, and social media, all things. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about storytelling and how that is incorporated in, into all of these aspects and uh, looking forward to this conversation. So I want to dive right in and, you know, ask, you know, the, the first thing to really talk about is in the case of storytelling and social media, why does it actually matter? You know, what's crucial about it? Why should companies be considering it? What do you think, Austin? Yeah, I think that's a question that a lot of small businesses ask uh, ask me right away. And I think that one of the biggest reasons that storytelling is important is that it sets you apart. Uh, you know, now now uh, these days, uh, everyone has an Instagram, everyone has, you know, a website and they're on social media and things like that. Uh, but if you want to set yourself apart and make yourself unique, you know, whatever you're selling, whatever product you're selling or service, um, it's important to set yourself apart. Um, you know, whenever, you know, for example, whenever my friends and I are trying to find uh, a new restaurant to try or uh, someplace you to go to, you know, we look on their social media and we try to see what sets them apart, what makes them unique, why should we go there, uh, you know, and we look at the reviews and the pictures and all of that is involved and all of that um, is a culminating factor of what kind of message are they sending. Um, so I think that's one of the main reasons that it's it's so crucial for brands to, to incorporate that storytelling aspect uh, to their marketing strategy. Yeah, the, you know, brands, I think small businesses, they often don't understand, like everybody thinks of just postings and such, and they're not really kind of weaving it together, you know, to tell a story. But, you know, storytelling can be used to really engage your audience. So um, how would you go about if you were working with a new business and you want to, you know, they haven't necessarily been doing anything when it comes to their social media on as far as a story, as far as, you know, crafting a narrative, how would you approach that for a new client if you wanted to them to, you know, start to frame things? Um, yeah, great question. I think that uh, I have an example for you, actually. So I have a client, her name is Maggie Ward. Uh, she's a phenomenal, uh, very successful insurance agent in uh, the Chicagoland area. And uh, she's actually one of my longest uh, clients that I've, I've worked with her for um, over six years. She's become a very good friend. And she is a textbook example of someone who um, at face value is an insurance agent, right? So she's selling insurance products and services. Uh, but I would say that the social media profile we've strategy we've created for her is maybe 
10%, 20% insurance content. Um, at the end of the day, uh, the storytelling behind her is that she's far more than an insurance agent. She's a phenomenal mom. She's a yoga expert. She rides motorcycles. She's into vintage cars and is just an overall just an amazing person. And being able to share that with her audience and her followers um, has been so much fun and has been so great in terms of sharing the whole story behind a person. And I totally agree with you with what you said about small brands not having that focus or emphasis on that type of marketing. You think that it's only for big brands and for larger companies to put for the dollars behind it. And so I think that when I see small businesses do that and show that side of the family behind uh, behind the store or the message or passion or the origin story um, and love behind their product, I think that's one of the for sure uh, a successful way to totally just boost your marketing efforts when you're just genuine and you're organic about uh, the the story and the messaging behind behind your business. Yeah, I think that's really your example is really good because um, I think what people forget and we it's kind of thought of as personal branding and stuff, but social media can be used to personally brand. So you are putting yourself out there. In this case, your client, that's exactly what she's doing. So she's we know that she sells insurance, you know, products and such, but you get to know her. And so and and for a lot of industries, because insurance can be a lot of one on one interaction. And the same thing goes for like real estate and such. You know, there's other industries that the interaction is usually between, you know, what could be an agent or a broker, but these people are into individual businesses, you know? So a exactly. real estate agent works for maybe a larger broker, but you're dealing with the agent. You don't deal with the larger company. You know, you're dealing with that, that person that is building up their, you know, um, business essentially under another umbrella, but you get to know them and you can use that personal branding to really, you know, enhance things. I have an example um, that I think is like perfect for this. Uh, there is a company of you. There's a company called Stuckies, and it is a candy company. Okay, okay, that has been around since the 1940s. Okay, and it went through in the 70s or so. It went through some hard times, and it got sold to some big corporation that messed it all up. You know, and Stuckies used to have a lot of roadside grocery, like convenience store, gas station types. But what they really did was they had those convenience stores, essentially, and this is back in the 50s and 60s and such. And they also had a candy um, operation, too. They make, like, uh, nougat bars, you know, that are, you know, the nuts and stuff. And they use, um, it's all uh, pecans. You know, so they had this candy element. And the company survived. But a few years ago, the great-granddaughter of the founder bought the company from like her father and she's been working to revive it for these last few years. And they're starting to be able to partner with some other roadside businesses and stuff like that. But she has put her stuff, her whole journey on social media. I see her, I follow her on LinkedIn and stuff and I see the posts and, and, and she talks about the process of making the candy, but she also talks about the places, you know, she's visited the revival of the brand. That is what, and I know the history because she has put that history out there, yeah. And her whole journey has been essentially documented to buying their, you know, a, an actual candy plant, you know, so that they could start making the product in house again, rather than be, oh, awesome. you know, being using like a contract manufacturer and stuff for it. 
And it's, a, it's an incredible thing. And this is what businesses can do. They can really document you know, their journeys. And she's grown a huge following. When she posts something you know, on LinkedIn, and I know she's got a huge Instagram following and probably TikTok and stuff. Yeah. When she puts something up, you know, she gets hundreds of comments and they're positive. Yeah, yeah. They're really like everybody's rooting for her to <laughs> succeed. I've gone on trips where I went all the way to Florida and I saw the Stucky sign on the road. I'm like, we have to stop. Yeah. You know, I just right. have to try the product. And I've stopped, you know, multiple times at the, the stores because they, you know, they'll do co-branding and stuff with some of the convenience stores out there. And they, you know, you'll have a big product display in there and right. everything. And so there's a lot you can really do. You know, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that I think that's uh like you said like even when you were you know all the way in Florida and you saw that brand you know something you know something led you to say we got to check it out you know and you resonated with that story um and you know we're always rooting we're always rooting for people and we're rooting for their stories and uh when there's a story that resonates with you your example my example it just makes it that much easier and I think that um you know I won't even kind of uh say one age group or whatnot, I think all throughout like different demographics, um, we really want to know the backstory of what product we're buying or what we're supporting or who we're supporting, right? Yeah. I think there's so many options these days from, you know, what type of, you know, paper towel to get to what type of, you know, like, I don't know, I was looking for a, a pair of running shoes. And I was really just like, stuck between, you know, five different brands and what should I get? You know, what, what's their mission and vision? You know, what are their values? What are their, you know, I think some people might disagree with that, but at the end of the, at the, end of the day, you really want to know what the story is behind it. Like what's their deal? What's their, what's their, not necessarily mark, just it's kind of removed from marketing in a way too, but how are they presenting themselves to their consumers? I think that's, that's an important conversation to have for, for whatever size brand or business you have. Well, a lot of um, companies too, like the the, the uh, younger generations have really embraced wanting to know who they're buying from as a way of like what causes and things that they support. And so you can use your social media to tell that story, to inform, you know, your consumers, you know, your, uh, your customers, you know, the kind of the backstory you know, of what you're doing. Because a lot of the times companies, they especially will do, and even if it's just like small local things, right? You know, they'll do stuff in the background, but they don't really take advantage of, you know, publicizing it. And that's what social media can do. It could be that you support the, you know, local food shelter and, or you've done volunteer activities and stuff. And it's part of your story. It's the things you're doing in the community. And if you're not, you know, it's great that you did it, but there is no reason not to take advantage of the fact that you did it, you know, to create opportunity to connect. Cause maybe, you know, especially like we always talk about like supporting organizations and whatnot. And, you know, a lot of the times if you show your support, you can also get other people engaged in supporting those organizations as well. But it again, contributes to your backstory and your, the narrative that you're putting out that you are a socially conscious business. You are uh, committed to the local community, things like that. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's what, um, like you said, a lot of a lot of people want to see. Um, and if you're a, if you're a brand that wants to focus on uh, social issues or environmental issues, you know any of those issues, I think that's a great way to get the attention of 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 consumers who who value that. And um, in addition to just kind of 
doing something and doing something really well, you know, showing the behind the scenes of how they make their products and um, why they do what they do. I think people are fascinated by that. And that uh, goes hand in hand with, uh, with social media. You know, like you said, social media is a great way. We're seeing a lot of, um, a lot of people uh, prioritizing vertical content, you know, videos, TikTok, small videos and things like that. Um, And people are, you know, craving that, you know, they're craving that kind of content and, uh, I think being able to do that is uh, is super key to having just a solid, having that being a part of your marketing strategy is just a super um, solid and uh, productive. And it's, I think that's the way that things are heading too. Yeah. It's, there's, um, you know, with businesses and such, the most businesses, especially if they have any kind of history can have a very interesting story. And I think they need to be willing to tap into those stories and such. If you're going to craft a narrative, like say this brand Stuckey's, uh, she's fortunate that she has a lot of, um, like historical stuff, you know, that oh. they've had photos and things like that of her grandfather and, you know, roadside stands and, and whatnot. And if you have those kinds of things, again, you have something to build, you know, your story around, you know, because you can tap into that type of stuff. If you don't have it, there are still ways to do it because for one, you can start taking photos and whatnot, and there's tons of video and things. And if you're going to be doing anything that is local, have somebody taking the time to video it and such, because like you mentioned, the short form, you know, the you know video and the narrative and stuff, that stuff is really popular. Yeah, you know, and people right. want to watch, they want to engage, but you've got exactly. to give them the you know, something to engage with. Exactly. Something you said with something that you said resonated with me. Um, I think that, you know, small businesses or any brand needs the opportunity to do that. And um, when I'm leading my digital marketing workshops or consulting or just having a one-on-one chat with a small business owner, at times there's a lot of apprehension and nervousness around venturing into that type of marketing, you know, being in front of the camera sharing more video content, mm-hmm. you know, spending the time and resources because that stuff people think, oh, you just make a quick video on your phone and you call it a day, um, which is which is not the case. You know, uh, there's a sense of um, nervousness or kind of fear around that. Um, and I think that you should never, you know, force anything and you should never you should do things that you're um, you should know why you're doing these things. But I think that people who take the leap of faith, who try something new, you know, throw it on the wall, see if it sticks. I think those are the people who really find success success with social media storytelling. I think that a lot of times people think they're going to wake up and have hundreds and thousands of followers and, you know, have this, have this great following and authentic engagement, but um, you got to start somewhere. And I think that people who embrace, um, you know, trying new things, making that video content, putting, you know, not crazy amount of dollars, but some dollars towards that, you know, find a lot of success. And um, I think that, um, you know, if there's any takeaway from today from our conversation is to encourage small businesses or brands to uh, to try something new, try making short videos. Um, if you don't want to get in front of the camera, you know, hire uh, hire an employee or, or work with uh, work with some people on your team that might be more willing to do it. You know, I think that that's going to get more views. It's going to get more eyes. It's going to um, present your product or service in a much mm-hmm. more um, productive, productive way, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, like, you know, I think, um, you know, what you mentioned as far as most people, if you 
like video is a great way to go. Now, if you are camera shy, you know, I, I would suggest trying to work through it, you know, and see if you can get over it and stuff, but also consider other people in your organization and whatnot that can be done. And because you don't have to be in front of everything. That's what people need to understand is even as a business owner, you don't have to be that person that is always on camera or anything like that. Remember, you're telling a story. It's not about you. It's about your business. It's about your people. You know, it's about the things you're involved in, you know, the behind the scenes stuff, you know, and you know, we've got, our phones are ridiculously powerful. Things like TikTok, most of the short reels and stuff, those are taken with phones. They're not taken, you know, they're not professionally done. You don't have to always, you know, it's in the moment. You don't have to think that everything has to be polished. Right. You know? That's, that's really the idea. What have you seen for visual storytelling? You know, so we know that there's a lot of video going out, but let's kind of, I guess, go through the platforms. I mean, obviously we know Instagram, they've gotten big into reels and stuff, but what are the, what's the advice you would give to other people as far as where they should be focused on? And what I mean by that is like, okay, we know video is great, but what kind of video from length, you know, a length standpoint, um, what kind of content are people engaging with, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I have learned a ton, especially as I've kind of ventured on my own, uh, attempting to become more of a digital creator, uh, becoming more of an expert on TikTok, uh, on Reels, and all that social media has to offer. Um, I would say that you know TikTok is not necessarily the new, but the most shiny, um, super popular app right now. Um, one challenge that we have with TikTok is that it's getting better, but it's still hard to engage uh, the insights, you know, the views and, um, and just kind of like the numbers behind it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of small businesses, um, uh, their reachability, um, is, is crucial. Maybe they don't, you know, ship to, um, you know, countries outside the U S maybe they're very regional, maybe they're very local and things like that. So that is one challenge we found with TikTok. Um, but for the most part, Instagram is still kind of, um, the sweet spot, you know, the platform that we really try to engage most of our audiences. Um, and so definitely converting those um, followers from maybe Facebook or TikTok or from other platforms into Instagram is definitely one of the key focus, um, focus points that I make with clients. I think in addition to that, uh, like you were saying, what, what is most engaging, right? And so creating content that you said, like you said, is not polished, is not necessarily has to be polished, we call them like canned advertisements some of the time, yeah. um, making it organic and unique and genuine. You know, people don't want to see the picture perfect, fully edited um, pictures. They want to see, they want to see the more authentic stuff. They want to see the more organic stuff. And so there's so many examples of that. Um, so many of those like success stories where, you know, we, we compare a post where it's very, um, you know, edited high gloss all that stuff you know looks nice very mm -hmm. cut and dry very put together and then we compare it with a short video of the owner you know sharing a, uh, an anecdote or a picture from uh an office space or what whatever whatever the case is and the organic stuff just just does so much better yeah well kind of what you were mentioning on the like the types when you do it more in the moment like i say it's got an authenticity to it Yes. You know, when it's not polished, you know, it wasn't, yeah, it's like, um, when you do polish it up and you post it and everything and it like is perfect, right? It's picture perfect and whatnot, whether it's, if it's a professionally done video, whatever it might be, 
Well, it's, it takes away from it because that's a commercial. You know, that's not something that is like, really speaking, you crafted it, it's scripted. And people know that, it's obvious. You know, and so that's not necessarily what they want to engage with. You know, but when it's in the moment and you can tell it's not perfect, it's, it's something that we did and we got posted and you're going you're gonna to see more engagement with those types of things because people understand that, like I say, you didn't have to think, you, you didn't spend a bunch of time and probably a bunch of money putting it together. You know, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's truer to your brand, hopefully. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, I think that authentic engagement is the best way to to connect with your audience. And if your audience is seeing the same old thing every other day, um, they're not going to follow. And if they're not going to, you know, if they're not engaging with your content, which is liking, commenting, sharing, um, then one thing that we've learned is that with, uh, you know, there's so many algorithms and things that you want to do and not do and things like that. But one of them is if your page isn't getting a lot of engagement, then it's not going to be, you know, popping up on people's feeds. It's not going to be, you're not helping yourself in any ways. You know, I also want to say that, you know, a lot of these platforms, um, you know, there's a lot, obviously there's a lot of ways to pay to play, right? There's a, sure. um, Instagram, Facebook, you know, they want you to spend your, your marketing dollars on boosting their, your posts and things mm -hmm. like that. So I think that's one thing that you need to be very aware of as well. When you're like, why aren't we growing as much? Why aren't we doing this? And one thing that I stress to my small businesses who say, Hey, why aren't we, you know, our, I know our goal is this, but you know, why aren't we at this many followers? Um, and I just have to be very honest with them and say, um, we are in a situation where um, we are going to have to work that much harder, you know, because we're not putting, you know, hundreds, thousands of dollars to boosting our posts and using it to buy Facebook ads and Instagram ads and things like that. We, re we really need to rely on the content that we're putting out. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I stress all the time. Is there anything that makes, you know, or, I mean, there's no magic pill for anything, but, you know, do you have um advice on how you make it more shareable because you know you talk about well we don't want to put you're not trying to put you know money behind it and of course facebook being facebook has always been hey just spend some money and it'll you know you can boost the post or whatever but how do we make it shareable so it's more organic you know what's really interesting is that you know we're we're getting away from pen and paper we're getting away from paper flyers uh you know very like um maybe like old-fashioned ways of spreading the word around maybe around a certain facebook page or whatever but i think that at the end of the day you know as a podcast host you're probably sure how like reviews are super important word of mouth is really important you know uh people sharing you know is super important word of mouth and that snowball effect of sharing 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 is so key you know every time i go into the office and um or work with the team and they're like, how can we grow our page? You know, I tell everyone to take out their phones. I tell them, go like your company's page. And then I want everyone to invite 20 of your closest friends and tell them to please like this page. And it's boom, right out of the gate. We have a hundred new followers. We have, you know, 100, 150, you know, it's right there, you know, taking advantage. And especially if you believe in the product, it's, I don't like the term, you know, taking advantage or using or whatever. But if you really believe in the product and that's something that I love to do, I love to share recommendations. Hey, I just, you know, got this new, uh, I, I just read this awesome book. Um, you would love it. You know, Hey, I just tried this new, mm -hmm. you know, Italian place. Um, you know, especially if people ask me, um, 
I love to share things. So if you really like something, if you really see the value in something, you want to share it because you want to share that knowledge with other people. Um, and so being able to ask people to, hey, would you mind, you know, inviting your Facebook friends? Hey, would you mind liking this Instagram page? My friend is trying to, you know, get this startup off the ground. You know, things like that, I think, are often overlooked. And people are trying to find, you know, the easy way to to grow their page or to grow the engagement or like, hey, we're getting low views on our reels. Like, how can we how can we get that number up? You know, sure, doing making different types of content or doing something is going to be different. But unless you have that following built in on those pages, for a lot of these smaller brands, you're not going to be able to do too much outside of that, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, you know, because uh, that, that's one of the kind of like restrictions, and especially it started with Facebook years ago with, you know, because they wanted to push the ad platform and everything. And, which, yeah. you know, of course, that's how they make money, but they've right, restricted right. how many people can actually see these things. And so... One of the things that's you know that comes up is like how do you build that audience? How do you really you know grow it? So you know you kind of mentioned you know out the gate some of the things that you can do to to quickly get some followers and stuff. But how do you grow it long term if you don't want to you know be focused on spending a bunch of money to attract the followers? I mean you know what tips do you have there? Yeah, I think that this is a really. I mean. I think at the end of the day, you know, if you have a product that you really believe in, if your service is outstanding, if you're selling a service that um, speaks on it, speaks for itself, you know, that following is going to come naturally. I think that, but I think in addition to that, there are things that you could be doing, you know, actually physically doing to help that progress in itself. Um, I think that referrals are a great way to, uh, to grow a business as well. I think another thing is incorporating, um, growing your page as part of your marketing strategy, you know, like we've all heard the things, you know, do giveaways, do these things, do competitions, do things like that, which is a great way. Uh, but a lot of time you like, uh, like we were saying before that following isn't very authentic, you know, it's, it's, and people might, you know, unlike your page and all that stuff, they, they won't be engaging with it authentically as, as, as you would like. Um, so those are very like short term fixes. I think long term fixes is, really prioritizing, um, spreading the word, you know, if you're, if you're selling a certain product, you're probably going to be doing elevator pitches, you know, with everyone you meet, you know, selling your product, talking about raving about it because you're proud of it. You're proud of the product that you provide or that you sell. You're proud of the service that you provide. And I think while you're talking with, you know, the person at the grocery store about what you do or what product you sell, I think throw in the social media, you know, share it constantly, talk about it with people, uh, because what that communicates with other people is that it's it's important to you. It's part of what you value. And if you tell people and if you show people that you value your social media following and you value growing your page, um, because you value sharing the, the word on your product or service, it's going to communicate to them that you find that really important. And I think that when people see someone or see a brand or a small business really um, – what is it really value what they're talking about and you can kind of kind of see how important it is to them there's more of a willingness to follow and engage authentically you know with the, with the content that you put out there yeah I and mean, it's 
you know, building a following, especially because I've heard what you mentioned, you know, as being inauthentic, you know, when you're using ads to build up a following and stuff, you know, get people to like, you know, pages and whatnot. The problem mm -hmm. is, is, yeah, they can unfollow it. They might not, you know, they're not really engaging with it, you know, yeah. versus if you, you do it more of an organic nature and they follow it because they saw something. So you want to make sure that your stuff is shareable because, you know, if from a small following, you can grow it. You know, so if the stuff that you create can show up in the feeds of other people that are following the page, and then once, you know, you get that, okay, now if it's really, if it's engaging and they engage with it, then people that they're, you know, connected to can see those things because it has that trickle down effect. But if you, you know, and you will have an, you know, an authentic following that way, it's going to take more time without a doubt. It's not going to give you the same kinds of numbers as if you throw money at it. But, you know, it's, I say, you're going to have a, an audience that you, you know, is going to be more um, able to stick with you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what are, you know, um, if you're a, so, you know, if you're considering taking advantage of social media uh, and you haven't really been doing, you know, doing so, what would be your advice to like, where are you going to start? Because there's still so many companies that have never actually done anything. You know, it's it's amazing yeah. how many are out there that have never really approached it. Um, so kind of walk through how you would go about evaluating what platforms you should be on. So as from a business owner's perspective, you know, I mean, like I say, we've got Instagram, we've got TikTok, we've got Facebook, we've got what's left of Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we've got the new, right. you know, we've got threads now, you know, um, right. you know, you've got all of these different platforms, but they're not always right for everybody. You know, Except there's some are going to be perfect. That's where your audience might be. You know, it could be a Pinterest, you know, so how do you go about um, evaluating what platforms um, a company should be on so that a business owner, if they're looking at it, it's an overwhelm right now, you know, and they got, and you're not going to have time for every one of them and you're not going to, and not every one of them is going to pay off anyway, even if you could spend the time. So uh -huh. what should you be considering? I think the fact that if anyone's asking that question, they're already doing the right thing. They're starting someplace, you know, they're putting their foot down, they're deciding to create that social media footprint. And I think that's uh, just phenomenal that they're even thinking about it and starting it. You know, I think it's so crucial that they do that. Now, in terms of what platform is right for me, where should I start? Um, I get it. It is very overwhelming. It's very overwhelming for people to think about that and to think about this is going to take so much time. And I don't know which one do I do I create a Twitter account? You know, if I have a cupcake shop or, or do I is it on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. And I think one of my the favorite things um, about my job is I love walking people through, um, walking people through and finding the platforms that are right for them and then creating for them and walking them through the whole process because people think I need to just create all of them. And then what do I do? You know, they run into the problem of their stuck. They don't know what to do with the, with the platforms. And so you need a plan of what you're going to do after you create them because creating them is the first step, obviously. But I think, how much am I willing to invest and be consistent with my posting schedule? You know, how am I going to be coming up with content? Do I have someone in charge? You know, because I get it. A lot of the times these small businesses, they have a very small team, you know, let alone, you know, do they have someone in charge of marketing, you know, which is far and few in between. So I think that having a plan from start to finish, not just creating the platform, 
but having a plan for and then what and then what's going to happen yeah. afterwards is just really crucial. And so um, to answer your question, I think it's very it's different for a lot of people, you know, depending on what industry you're in. Um, I work with people who are in the restaurant business, insurance, um, and just a variety of different industries. So it definitely depends. And I think being able to create a plan and catering it to what your needs are, what your goals are. You know, I sit down with people and say, what are your goals and how can I help you get there? You know, it's not Austin's goals. It's not, what am I going to do? It's what do you want to accomplish? How can I get you where you want to be? And, um, maybe I might offer one or two things, you know, because this is my area of expertise. So walking clients through that process, um, holding digital marketing workshops, and it sounds very overwhelming, but a lot of times it's just one-on-one basis or working with a very small group of entrepreneurs um, and sharing ideas. You know, we're all entrepreneurs. We're all kind of of the same world and cut from the same cloth in, in some ways. So we're just sharing ideas. What's worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? And how can we help elevate your you know, marketing performance, if, you know, and kind of share data and things like that, um, is, is how I like to start off. Yeah. It's, you know, there are some considerations like you mentioned, um, you know, because there's a number of platforms. So first, you know, which ones are going to be right, you know, consider that the fact that, um, different platforms have different audiences and stuff, you know, a TikTok is a younger audience, a Facebook has become an older audience. Instagram seems to be, you know, enjoyed by a lot of people across the spectrum, actually, you know, and you also have to consider what kind of content each platform requires, you know, so if it was on a Twitter or something, well, that's, you know, there's not much in the way of visuals, but if you're on Pinterest or you're on Instagram, that's, you know, highly visual, but Instagram and TikTok give you more chance for video and stuff. So is Facebook, you know, where, but they've got the reels going on, which is a lot of short form content that can be done quickly and such, you know, and you also have to consider, you know, I think, cause we talked about, you know, paying to build a following and stuff like that. TikTok is still more organic. Yeah. And Instagram to a certain degree is still more organic and stuff. Whereas Facebook is, you know, very, you know, ad heavy and whatnot. So it can be, there's a difficulty level with each platform if you want to do it more as being organic growth. Yeah. So Instagram's a, you know, a bit easier to, to build a following, you know, I say and TikTok is too. And, you know, so you have to, you know, Think of those things. And then, you know, you mentioned, you know, who's actually going to be doing this because when you're on social media brand consistency, you know, for each of these platforms, you know, if you're doing storytelling, what does that story look like? And you've got to make sure that it is intertwined because storytelling is really about your business as a whole, not just the social media platforms. Uh, I've been talking with others about brand voice, you know, and when you're developing that, that's part of your, you know, this goes into your storytelling. You know, what are you trying to communicate with people? You know, how do you want them to perceive you? So, you know, the way you act on social media, you have to keep everything consistent between platforms, even though the platforms themselves might take different types of content. Yeah. So uh, this has been a great conversation, Austin, you know, love having you on. How would people get a hold of you? Yeah. Thanks for the great conversation. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn at Austin Chu. Uh, my, you can also find me on Instagram under Chicago Rex and my website is austinchu.card. That's austinchu.card.co. Um, and yeah, it's been a great conversation. Thanks for having me, Cash. Yeah. And 
Again, I'm the host of Marketing Masters. Um, my name is Cash Miller. I'm the CEO of Titan Digital. This has been another great episode. I hope you get something out of it. And like I say, it's storytelling for you know your business can be very important. And it's whether you're a, a large brand or a small you know uh, brand too. It works for everybody. If you are you know a one person show, you're you know a real estate agent, an insurance you know agent or other businesses that are similar where you are putting yourself out, as long as you're willing to put yourself out in the public, you can build a brand, you can tell these stories, and you can really become known, you know, and, and it will benefit you greatly, you know, benefit you and your business. So thank you for joining us.